Welcome back, everybody, to the Icebox Pod. Um, I'm Icy Ice Cards here with 412 Sports Cards, and we're going to be bringing you some talk about the Super Bowl, um, a big Joe Burrow sale that happened right before the Super Bowl, um, some NBA trade deadline talk, um, maybe not super related to cards, but a little bit, and then some talk about what we're getting in the mail, what we're buying at shows, uh, um, and just what we're picking up with the market at this current time. So how, how are you doing? I am doing well. Uh, I have a lot of mail that I'm waiting for, uh, checking uh, with much anticipation as I wait. I had a package that was supposed to be coming. These Ortiz autos that I bought that came to the Indianapolis post office, which is supposed to then be uh, directed up to my like local post office. But as we know, uh, the postal service is not uh, the government's hard at work, wasting, uh, wasting the resources. And they mailed it to Columbus and then they mailed it back to Indianapolis. And that took about a week. So I'm excited to get that one in and, <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of random stuff coming. So I got some Crosby cards, but yeah, I'm excited. Also, I've been looking at golden sales and we got to talk about the Albert Pujols uh, sale on golden, but we'll talk about that. Maybe. In a little. What have you been picking? So you had some show pickups. Yeah. I haven't gotten really a ton in the mail. I got a, uh, I think my really only mail day recently has been the Jackie Robinson um, that I picked up. The, that is a nice card. Did you get it actually in the mail yet? I did. Yeah, I haven't posted it. Um, How did it look, though? It looked really good. I I mean, yeah, it's it's not in the best shape. It's a PSA 1.5, uh, 1950 Bauman, if you're listening. Um but yeah, I haven't posted it yet, but it looks really good. I was super happy with it. So definitely going to be one that stays in the PC for, for a little while. Yeah, I, I do like that card. Actually, we were talking right off air, but before we got on, that that card had a record sale and a PSA 9. I think it was at Golden, which seemed like a good deal, like seemed like oddly low. It was like 122000 for a PSA 9 of that which seemed suspiciously low but yeah still would, a cool card though it seems like a value type buy because it's such an early jackie yeah i was i was definitely happy with it um then yeah i went to some shows i didn't pick up any pc stuff at the shows but uh just bought a nice lot to turn around and flip um some i think it was two trout autos and then four or five chris bryant autos as well and then just like some random stuff got a couple rip cards um did you sell are you been actively trying to shop all these already um so i tried to so i've sold one chris bryant card one rip card and then another card and then the rest I are just kind of like half of them are up on eBay. Half of them aren't. Um, I think I want to sell the rip card 
So the best rip card is a Lou Gehrig one. And it's numbered out of 25. Mm-hmm. So I think if I make some profit on the lot and still have that card, I think I might rip it. That would be pretty cool. I've never ripped a rip card. I've never actually I even never owned a rip card. This was my first time owning one. Yeah, so I just... They're kind oh. of thick, I think. Um. Yeah, they are. I, I actually did pull a rip card, though. Actually. I oh, just, really? Yeah, this is a crazy story, actually. But so my brother and I, we both went to the LCS, like, eight years ago or whenever a long time ago like i haven't ripped a box in like probably five years or something but um back when we did and we each bought a box of it's alan and ginter right yeah alan and ginter oh i'm okay and we each bought a box of alan and ginter and i think they were a hundred dollars at the time and i pulled a johnny cueto uh rip card that's actually kind of cool yeah, and it was number two out of like 50 or 25. So it, it was like a pretty good card at the time. And I think I sold it just to make my money back on the box. And uh, my brother got murdered on his box. Yeah, you can get murdered on Alan Genter. Yeah, so he like he didn't get anything. Like he was missing his hit. Like it didn't even come with his hit or anything. And it's so, like he got killed and he was like super sad about it. I mean, his kid's like, seven years old just like super sad about this you know and (laughs) a a week later I get a phone call and he's like dude you will not like guess this I was in the back of our van and he opened he had opened the box in the back of the van and one pack had fallen out oh van so he's like I'm gonna open it right now and he pulled a Ken Griffey Jr. rip card whoa that's that actually's got to be a pretty okay card yeah i think it was like three or four hundred dollars at the time i'm sure now it's oh my gosh yeah i'm sure now it's not much at all but at the time it was a massive card because rip cards were kind of all the rage for like a little while i rip cards actually sell pretty well yeah they i'm looking up the cards ken griffey jr cards from inside Oh, uh, on out of fifty, Ken Griffey Jr. rip card is one hundred thirty bucks. Still, that's still a nice hit. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's makes his money back. So that's pretty awesome, though. Wow. Yeah. I, rip cards are not easy hits either. By the way, for those listening oh. who don't know Allen and Ginter that well, these are not like guaranteed hits. Like usually, you get like boring relics, and then. But a rip card is like a high end hit out of that stuff. Yeah, like the fact that we each pulled a rip card is pretty insane. Like the odds of that are not. That is insane. If I had to guess, I'd say like maybe they're like two to four a case. I don't know, something like that. But that's that's pretty insane, though. Yeah, that's a cool story. Ginter's got awesome stuff. Oh, I actually bought a Ginter Auto. I got, I secured uh, an Allen Ginter Auto uh, the other day. A Mike Greenberg. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You you got that. Yeah. So I told you when you asked me, how much do you think this is worth? I said 50 bucks. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, that seems like not that terrible for a PC card. 
And then I looked up comps. And I was seeing these comps that were like $15 and like $20 and stuff. And I thought, I don't even know how that's possible. But like, that would be amazing if they're that cheap. Because I there aren't that many on eBay. So it's a non-numbered, yeah. uh, it's a non-numbered auto, but it's six years old now. It's a 2016 card. And like, there's a couple, there's a guy who's had one. It's like been listed for 90 for like some time. And I offered like $40 one time and I got declined. So I, that's why I said like maybe 50 bucks. And then sure enough, the auction shot right up and I won it, but it was 49.50 is what I won it for. And I was like, okay. I, figured I, I figured I'd still pay the 50 bucks because I think it might be one of those deals that like auctions run really low if they happen because it's like not that many people want them. But like if you leave it at buy it now, it's maybe more of a true price. But I've waited a long time to get these. And let me tell you, they do not come on auction very much. So, (laughs) yeah, that's cool that you want it. I was excited. He for I don't know if any uh, anyone else listened. I mean, he's still on he's still on ESPN a ton. And like now he's like with Stephen A and like Jalen Rose and like everyone on those NBA crews. But he was the host of like Get Up for a while or he was on that. And then but what I really liked him for was Mike and Mike, which which was a show that ran for years. I mean, that show ran for probably 10 years or something. Yeah, I remember always hearing that because wasn't it like. Seven, it was six to ten. It was six to ten a.m. Eastern. Didn't they have like some sort of like jingle like Mike and Mike in the morning or something like that? Yes, it was Mike and Mike in the morning. Oh, I love Mike and Mike in the morning. Yeah. I Go- I'm sure- he and Golik had the best chemistry I've ever yeah. heard on a radio show. Their chemistry was so good, and they were so funny because they both knew each other so well after like so many years, and it was yeah. hilarious. I'm pretty sure that that's the show. They took Collins, right? Ah, uh, I think a little bit, but but I I don't remember it for Collins. Okay, because I think I just remember I don't remember any Collins that happened, but I just remember one of them had a take that I disagreed with, and I was so passionate about, and like little like nine year old me just wanted to call in so bad and just like tell them that they were wrong and stuff. I just remember that. They were, they were, they were the best. They used to play like random stuff. Like they had pr- producer. I remember randomly had like a mashup of, I was like sexy and I know it, but it was like, he's Brady and he knows it. And they made like a whole song of it. And like, they played it on the air and they were so funny, but I, I really like Mike Greenberg. So I wanted to get an auto of his, and I think this is literally his only auto. So yeah, it's a pretty probably. exciting ad for the for the PC. I'm ve- I was very excited to get that. That is not um, an investment, but that is just for yeah. fun. Do you have any uh, mail coming in that you're looking to flip? Yeah, so I've got this 2012 Fleer um, 2012 Fleer Retro Hockey is quite the set. It has like literally all of the big '90s inserts. It's literally a product that was made in all the desserts so it's like the first crosby and like ovechkin and like everyone's pmgs are in it and then you have i don't you don't have platinum portraits but you have jambalayas you have like noise boys you have intimidation nation uh 
the electrifying. I don't know. You know that. That's what I have. I have like an electrifying Sidney Crosby coming, which supposedly is in good condition. And if it is, uh, we'll be making the journey to SGC. I'm going to sub that one of my Crosby McDavid like faced off cards and my sadly my Ortiz SP that came in the mail was all scratched up. So that one isn't going to be making the trip, but I'm probably going to sub my McDavid rookie too. Okay. But yeah, I literally just go on eBay and scour for those Ortiz SPs and those Crosby McDavid uh, cards because I just buy whenever they come on auction. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. It's pretty fun, though. I'm very excited to get this electrifying Crosby in the mail. After we actually are done recording, I'll probably go down and get it. Oh, that's cool. So it got delivered today. Yeah, it's out for delivery, so I'm sure it'll be there by the time we're done with this. I'm pretty excited, though. Yeah, that's cool. So what are you uh, thinking and leading up to the Super Bowl? I know there was that crazy Joe Burrow sale on that was golden as well, I believe, right? Yeah, that was golden. That was um, 550 or 540, 530, something like that. One of one immaculate shield auto. Yep, I believe that, it was that, five, 534, if I remember. Okay, right. well, I, I trust you on that. Um, at first, I thought that seemed nuts. And then I thought about it and I thought maybe it's not nuts. And then I heard some people talking about, how there are literally so many products and can you think of like how many one of one shields like autos of burrow there are because like they're probably like a bunch like xr probably has one and like other products probably have one and then i wonder does that devalue it but it seems like a really big gamble because joe burrow is not that that far he's on the precipice of if he wins being able to ascend to like closer to the Mahomes status but um if he does not win he could fall into the and he never makes the Super Bowl like again for 10 years camp which is trouble so I I don't know I I think it's probably fair I think it's probably fair I actually don't think it's terribly overpriced maybe the fact that it's immaculate actually makes a little overpriced because it's not NT or flawless yeah I think for me it was basically just I'm kind of with you. I think it's one of those things where if you told me that that card was being auctioned starting at a buck and asked what I would go think it would go for, I'd probably say like 500 to 700,000 probably. Like I don't think it's a good buy. Like if I had a million dollars and you said I had to spend it on cards, that would not be one that I would add to my portfolio at all. But at the it's a better buy than Jason Dominguez the super cracker. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a it's a little bit of a home run type, but it's not go for broke entirely. It's like a little bit of like a I mean, it's some serious speculation, but like I think it's a lot safer than some of the other speculation going on. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I think it's just kind of where we are now and like the market like that's just the reality like that's what that's good high-end like prospecting stuff is going to go for now it's really insane to think about that yeah a card like that would go for five hundred thousand dollars that 
I mean, because when we talk about this, like talking about funny money, you know, not we're not we're not thinking about five hundred thousand real dollars here. I think we probably talked about this before. Card does always seem to be, you know, I always think about it when I don't. It doesn't feel like real, like money that I could buy a nice house for, you know, or that Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah you know what's the one mindset that I never understand, and I always see this on Instagram is somebody will post that sale and be like, man, what a bad buy. I'd never spend that much money on a sports card. I'd buy a house instead. And it's like, but the person who is buying that already has five houses. And they already have 10 sports cars and they already have put indoor pools in all their houses like they don't like they already have that stuff like it's not i don't know it's way different than for us yeah that's fair i mean i i think i definitely would would be tend to do something like that though i i but maybe it's not so much from like a saying like this is stupid for them to do as just a, i can't even like imagine you're right yeah sometimes i think i've gone off the deep end even with the amount of cards that I have. And that is a comparatively uh, a drop in the bucket compared to that Joe Burrow sale, all of my stuff that I have, but, and I still think I've gone nuts, but it's, I I do have a lot of fun and I haven't uh, done anything horribly wrong yet. And I'd like to think my knowledge is uh, worth something. I got to get out to shows to buy some lots in person because I think I could be pretty good at judging value on the spot just from looking at cards so much. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is I have a lot of confidence that if a card has no comps, like I can get a better like end of the deal. Like, cause I, I trust my knowledge a lot. I, I think I, I would trust my knowledge on that too, except if it was one of ones. Because one of ones are very, very hard to judge. I think that, like, I bought recently, like, on e on from a guy on Instagram, a AJ Green RPA out of ten from National Treasures, and I paid him like, uh, probably about. I bought a bunch of stuff, but say that was like one hundred and ten dollars, and it was a RPA of ten. And like, there you go on eBay. And there's like the out of 99 and like the out of 25 and the out of 50. And they have like fancy patches. Like one of them has like a bangles B in it. One of them has like a big multicolored patch and like stuff like that. But if you look at the back, it says like player worn to the photo shoot on X day. And then this one is out of 10 and is game worn, but it's just a single color patch. And like, I feel like on something like that, where there's no comps and like, you have to judge like, you know, what's the value of the patch here versus the game or player worn. And will I even be able to sell this? I could do that. But if you gave me an AJ green one of one from like, I don't know, some random set, I would have no idea what to do with that. That is where I would have serious issues. One of ones are so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, one of ones are kind of interesting. I see, I guess I'm the opposite way. I really like the one of ones because really, if, yeah, because if you can just find that collector, 
Well, but it, but sometimes there's only like a couple of people that actually want it. If it's like, if we're talking about like not like a prism rookie one of one, an optic rookie one of one, something like that, like something weird. Yeah, like, like a Tony Snell black prism. Yeah, like like the Victor Martinez that I bought, one of one. Okay, that's a good example. Yeah, like I felt super confident at the price I got it at. Like, I insanely confident like without looking up like any comps and then i sold it for a lot i mean not like a lot more than i paid for it because i i didn't pay much for it but my percentage wise it was a very very good flip i saw that actually in the group chat yeah that was a that was a good one though for the listeners who uh aren't don't know what car we're talking about because i guess we haven't mentioned it i think it's a, a 2015 strata i believe uh patch auto and i don't know if any of you guys follow baseball but there's like a patch window that's like it's like shadow boxed almost it's like acetate yeah. over the patch window so you can't touch it and that's because they put like an authentication sticker on it and i think they didn't want people screwing around with those so they put like acetate over it but he signed over the patch window which is uh depressing yeah i'm supposed to sign right below it signed in the wrong spot but yeah, still a super cool card. And having that authentication sticker saying what game it's on is so cool to me. Did you look it up? I did not, actually. You should have. You should have seen if you had a home run or something. Those are, I, those are th- I uh, still have the card, actually, so maybe I should. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. It's it's not that hard. It's, like, it's pretty fun, actually. But, yeah. Yeah, but back... I've kind of gotten us off the rails here, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we should probably get back on track and maybe make some uh, Super Bowl predictions. Okay, yeah, let's get back on track because we got to talk NBA trade deadline too. What what do you think in Super Bowl? So straight up who you got, and then I think the line is like Bengals plus four. So who do you have with uh, spread too? So – I, it's like the struggle. I think a lot of sports fans have this right now. I really, really want the Bengals to win. And like, the more I think about it, like, I really want to see Burrow get one. Like, I think that'd be so cool. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I want them to, I just don't think that they're good enough. I think the Rams are loaded. I mean, that's, their defensive line, crazy. Their receivers are crazy. And obviously, uh, as a Lions fan, it sucks. As Stafford's good. And <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really think the Rams are gonna win. I think spread wise and straight up, I take the Rams either yeah. way. Yeah. I think the Rams I would I would too. Like, I think the Rams, not saying that it will happen, but I think that the Rams could win by, like, 15 or, like, two touchdowns, honestly. Oh, like, yeah. I, I think there's blowout, there's blowout potential, I think, for sure. Yeah. Because the Rams' defense, the, the defensive line, I mean, I know people say, like, Jalen Ramsey is not uh, that – that is his name, right? I, I feel yeah, like yeah, an idiot. Yeah. They say, like, Jalen Ramsey ain't what people say he is, and, like, he's not as good as he's cracked up to be, and he blows a lot of coverages that, like, he shouldn't. But 
you know, he can probably do an okay enough job. If they shut down Jamar Chase and Jamar Chase is just doubled and then they dominate the line of scrimmage, I I don't see how the Bengals are going to have. T. Higgins must be about ready to go off, which is about the only way they did it last time was T. Higgins had a huge game. Yeah, they need Mixon to have a good game too, badly. Well, it's going to be hard though. I, I he needs some some assistance on the offensive line front because Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller on the other side because Aaron because Vaughn Miller's on the edge and then Aaron Donald plays a tackle so he's in like the middle and you know yeah. so it's it's kind of not a good place to go. I think the biggest hesitancy I have in picking the Rams honestly is like just the Bengals are like winning like they're on a roll really and um also as a Lions fan and years of watching Stafford and experience watching him in this playoffs like he tried to give that game away yes and they dropped that interception and he I'm just waiting for him to choke and I think that he has been very close to choking. Yes, yeah. Did you say on this pod before you think he's no good? Yeah, I don't think he's that good. I really don't. And as a Lions fan, I really don't think he's like that good. Like I, I, I think that you put any, and I guess it depends to what we say is like that good. Cause like, I do think he's like top, you know, 10 and probably like towards the lower end, but I just think that you put any decent quarterback on this Rams team and like that's pretty much a Super Bowl team really. Like I I don't know. There's a lot of quarterbacks I think that could make the Super Bowl with this Rams team. I think so too. I mean, they're they're pretty loaded on both sides of the ball. I think what you're saying about like momentum is definitely true. Like Bengals have found ways to win. Their defense has played really well. They've had a lot of good kicking. Like, they've just been way better than you thought. But I don't know. I feel like with two weeks to game plan, the Rams uh, could be – I they, they just look too good on paper. But I agree. Matthew Stafford, I think he's also thrown some ugly picks. Yeah, he has. I don't know. Man's got to not choke. They also have a fairly no home field man in my mind uh uh rams have no fans uh so it was like more 49ers fans oh. than rams fans at that uh conference championship it, nothing has happened good. or not the conference championship like nothing good has happened in cincinnati for forever like their fans are gonna travel for sure oh yeah oh i'm sure i mean well the reds are not good the Reds have not been good. Well, the Reds are actually okay, but they have not been like championship contending in forever. And then right, yeah. they don't have a hockey team. Yep. They don't. Yeah. The Bengals have been terrible for a long time. They've been very bad. And it's just like for me, I just can't stand LA. Like all their fans, huge bandwagon fans. Like I just, I, I honestly like, just have no interest in seeing anything good happen to like the city of LA. Really? I don't know. You don't like, want I the just, Lakers to win another ring. You that, don't want LeBron to win. That's scandal. That's the, that's the one exception is LeBron. And that would be just 
purely because of him. Like, I don't even care about, like, Westbrook, like, getting a ring or anything like that. I just want LeBron to get one. Like, if if they could just, like, win it all and only give LeBron a ring, like, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> like, he – but, like, yeah, I just don't really have any interest in, like, Stafford joining a – I mean, borderline, like, super team pretty much with all the talent they have. And then just like kind of just going to the Super Bowl and winning it, like, eh. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think Joe Burrow winning would be massive for the card market. Oh, definitely. I think that for cards is a very, very healthy. I think it. Oh. I, I think it not only it's good for his prices, it's good for the prices of other young quarterbacks. Anyone, any quarterbacks that are promising and have no Super Bowls. I think it's promising because it shows what can happen if they make one and they look good doing it. Like there, once again, I sadly uh, don't have money right now because I have a bunch of stuff tied up in things I'm going to flip. But once I have that money, I'm very interested. I think in Lamar for that reason. Okay. But I think Joe Burrow winning would be huge. And, and maybe next week we'll have to talk about some off-season football buys and kind of see. I actually – I have coming in the mail a Kyler Murray 2021 Donruss Net Marvels, which oh, – do cool. you know how much those cost? No, I, I don't know anything about those really. Well, so you know – you know like the basketball ones though. Yeah, I, I basically know what the LeBron one goes for and that's it. A raw 2021 Marvels um, – Kyler Murray, it's like two to four hundred. It's like two hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars. Okay. It's and it's like third year, but they're case hits. Unlike in basketball, where they're like all over the place, so they're like case yeah. hits. Huh. I don't know if yeah. I should keep that or not. I don't know if I should. I'm definitely going to grade it if it looks nice. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, next week we'll have to get into like our off season buys then, because then yeah, the off season will be right there and everything. But uh, so who do you? So yeah, I'll take the Rams straight up and with the spread. Honestly, I would too. I would too. Okay. Then who's your MVP? Oh, that's a Cooper Cup might be too boring, but I think Cooper Cup. See, I. I was going to say OBJ. It's yeah, it's tough for me to do it. I think OBJ like see if it's just tough because I don't want it to happen. Like I do not want the Rams to win and OBJ to be the MVP. Like I that's like I'd rather have Joe Burrow be the Super Bowl MVP and Joe Burrow win. Right. Yeah. But I mean, since I said I think the Rams are going to win, I. I mean, I'll guess I'll put my money on Stafford as MVP, I guess. That's sad. This is just yeah. depressing. I don't know. It almost doesn't. I don't even like talking about this. Like, I would much rather have it be Jamar Chase or Joe Burrow or something. Yeah, like, I'd rather just be debating in my head whether it's Joe Mixon, Burrow, or Chase. But since I picked the Rams, like, have to choose. I know. This is, this is sadness. We don't want we don't want any yeah. of this. There was one more. Um, oh yeah, I think we should just talk about this real quick. Um, you think the coin toss is going to be heads or tails? What? 
Why are you asking me this? Because you can bet on that now. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I always guess heads. So heads it is. Okay, we'll say heads it is. And then here's another one that I saw. It's – see, this was interesting. Will the last – will the last play – of the game be a quarterback kneel and i think it will be because i think it's going to be like a two i think it's going to be a two possession games if i or two possession game if i think the rams are going to win and they're going to end up kneeing it out i don't like i don't think it's going to come down to the last couple mm. seconds of the game but i i hope i'm wrong like i want to be wrong so bad that's kind of interesting actually i don't know i mean I was inclined to say yes, but the more I think about it, the more I feel like no. I feel like there are more worlds in which you end up with no. Okay. Because the, the Bengals could be down by two scores, but could be like trying to move or trying to move the ball to like score and right. then like yeah. just not get it. I don't know. I'm going to go with no. I'm going with no. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to see because it's, yeah, it's crazy how much different things you can bet on for the Super Bowl, and I was looking through um, some, like, gambling website, like, all the bets you could do, and I think I'm going to make a sheet and, like, do them all with my family, like, just for fun. Oh, that actually does sound pretty fun. You should do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. That sounds like a good time. Before we – do you want to move towards the NBA trade deadline? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. Before we do that, I'm going to sidetrack you with a – with this Albert Pujols sale that I want to talk about oh, in yeah. this episode before we're done. 2000 and, uh, oh boy, what is it? 2001? I feel like an idiot. Uh, his rookie is 2001. Yeah, 2001 Bowman Chrome, Albert Pujols refractor rookie auto out of 500. That's his best auto, I think. I, fe- I feel pretty confident. That's his best auto. Out of 500 refractor PSA 10, pop six in a PSA 10. That's insane, by the way. Six out of 500 are PSA 10s. But what do you think that went for? Big, big sale at Golden. Okay, so wait, first. So there's no other, like, colors? I don't believe so, no. I think I believe this is it. Okay, so that's kind of just, like, his best card. This is his best card. I, I feel very confident this is his best card. I could be wrong. I don't think I am, though. Albert Pujols, though, so, you know, you have to factor yeah. all this together. See, that's the problem is I don't know his market at all. I want to say – how about, like, 178? 462. Really? I And I – million? Yes. I think it's actually not a terrible buy. I think it's actually a very a very good buy. I mean, he is effectively trout like. I, I I think he you could say right now I might take his career over what Mike Trout's could be, you know. Alvin Poles is the best player in the league for like 10 years. Until Mike Trout. That's so what a base. I don't know if there is base. Uh that 
that might that I could be wrong on that. Oh I, yeah, I, it. it looks I like don't it. think there is a base. No, there's not. I look it up on. I YouTube. think it's what. That's what I'm saying. There are is and, and all the other stuff that exists. He has like this Bowman Auto that's paper that exists, and he has some SPX Auto. But I think that's like all he has. There are not a lot of Pujols rookie autos. Isn't that crazy? That that seems like a crazy sale, though, because just looking at it, um, like looking at active listings, like you can pick up a PSA 8 for like 20 grand. I think it might be the fact that it's Pop 6 and it's so low. There, there I, must have... Yes, I'm not personally in love with like that in particular with paying such a PSA 10 premium. I just don't enjoy that, like paying way over the moon for a PSA yeah. 10 that's solo pop as opposed to a PSA 9 that looks pretty darn close and costs like a tenth of the price. But I, I, I do think that pool holes market slept on and it was really cool to see some life in it. Yeah, that's a that is a crazy sale there it must have just been like two or three hardcore Pujols collectors that didn't have one that just had to fight it out i think that's a good set on it for five six years card yeah you gotta wait till the hall you gotta wait for the hall of fame so you need to wait at least six years he hasn't retired yet has he no that's why you gotta wait so long he needs to retire though yeah yeah it's about time yeah well sorry for that diversion but hopefully listeners enjoyed that little random fact but trade deadline the big one i think i want we want i want to talk about tyrese halbert and i want to talk about damian lillard and the blazers uh too where do you want to start um yeah so you wanted to you were telling me before we got on here uh you wanted to talk about the blazers because they were kind of intriguing uh yeah, the Blazers, yeah. I think, are really intriguing. So what do you think, like, what do you think they're trying to do? Well, that's the interesting thing. At first blush, I think it looked like a fire sale, and it looked like, and we're going to take everything, and we're going to sell the farm, and we are going to enter a complete rebuild where we have nothing, which is what much like what it looks like the Pacers are doing, for example. It looked very similar. To what the Pacers are doing. It looks like we're going to tear it apart. We're going to get rid of everything that's here. And then we're going to build from the ashes. Kind of kind of like the Pelicans, you know, tanked a little bit ago. But and because they got rid of got rid of Norman Powell, who was on a five-year $90 million deal. Shout out Kawhi Leonard. Uh got that man paid. Uh <laughs> but <laughs> that but they paid him a year ago. That contract, they signed him as a free agent, five year or maybe as a sign and trade, but five years, 90 million. They paid him, sold him, got rid of Robert Covington, got rid of Larry Nance Jr. Uh, they got rid of who else? CJ McCollum. I'm pretty sure. And then I think they still have uh, Gary Trent Jr. It might not be on the team anymore. I think he's on the Raptors. I think he was part of the Norman Powell exchange. But all of this really left is oh, and they all that's really left is Damian Lillard. And I think they got rid of the rest of the start. Oh, I think they might have got rid of Zach Collins. I, I'm pretty sure the whole starting five, except for Dame, is gone. But yeah, I thought that this might be 
bye bye Damian Lillard. And like, you know, we're just going to clear it out for draft capital because they took some picks. They took some stuff like Eric Bledsoe and like, you know, I was like, what the heck are these people even doing today? They got Joe Ingles, uh, which I've learned is expiring money. And I saw someone post on Instagram yesterday, actually Tommy, that there's also this line of thinking that they're stockpiling cap like crazy. And apparently they have almost no cap obligations in next year. They're going to have like nothing on the books. Yeah, and I wonder who I, they can make a run at. I don't know who there is, but I think this is very interesting if they could make a run at getting a full-fledged second star because CJ McCollum was not superstar, but he was like very good, but he was not a superstar. I think yeah. they might actually be in better off in a year to two years from this and not entering years of misery, which is what it looked like. The Pacers have chosen the way of misery, though, uh, is is what that looks like, though. The Pacers are going to be really bad. But what do you think about the Blazers? I Buy um, Dame? I think buy Dame. Anthony Simons, who's going to get so much run? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd ever buy a Damian Lillard card with the, like, intent of, like, holding it, but um... – yeah, it's interesting because he always says how bad he wants to win. And then he always says how bad he wants to stay. <laughs> and he wants to, he, he's been so loyal. Yeah, he wants to bring a championship there so bad. And I mean, maybe they get somebody and maybe like that helps or something. I, I just don't even know. I, I, yeah, I just don't really see them winning. I mean, if they can get a free big free agent there, then it gives you your two stars that you have to have to win. But I don't know. I don't know if I see it. Uh, I. It is interesting though, having so much cap. Yeah. You have a ton. The, well, they, the they only other issue time. is they don't have a lot of young talent. Yep. So it's a short-lived kind of run at. At greatness with no fallback plan right much like the rams um actually <laughs> yeah although cooper cup's decently young but still yeah yeah that'll be interesting what happens there i really i know i was talking to you about this but i just i really want the pistons to trade jeremy grant i mean i don't want them to get like ripped off or anything so they don't have to force a deal like i don't it's fine but it would be kind of nice, you know, to because Jeremy Grant is pretty good and he's a, I think, would be a pretty good piece for a championship level team. Like, if I was a, a team that was one player away, I would probably try to make a decent push at him. So I'm kind of surprised he's not getting more interest. I, I don't know. But I think the more intriguing thing is I'd like to hear your opinion on this. Are we going to see a Harden for Simmons swap? Uh, you know, I don't even know what to believe anymore. I've heard so many conflicting reports, you know, and I swear everything he's gone. He wants out. He's voiced. He wants out the next day you hear Philadelphia hasn't even contacted Brooklyn about anything. They've never actually even talked. And then today you hear the 
this Bleacher Report notification that says Hard Net Star is quote screaming in every way he possibly can end quote to get out of Brooklyn. So you know, I don't know what's happening. Although I bet he is, I do actually think he's going to be moved. Is my prediction. I don't know if you agree or disagree. I think he genuinely wants out of Brooklyn because I don't think it suits the uh, James Harden uh, way of life, uh, shall we say. Yeah, but I don't, he was not a fan of them signing Kyrie. He didn't want Kyrie. I don't think well. he, he's not the same kind of guy that Kyrie is. James Harden wants to go out to the club ever all the time with women. Yeah. And Kyrie Irving wants to, you know, bring his sage around the uh the yeah. basketball court and these are not the same guy at all yeah, I, I always thought it was interesting that you oh, when whenever they talked about Kyrie they always said Durant wanted him Harden didn't but Harden doesn't even want to win so you know I don't think Harden genuinely wants to win so I think he'd be a terrible fit in Philadelphia yeah I think I, I the Sixers should not be idiots he will not do well with Joel Embiid because Joel Embiid wants to win so, so bad. That man is an insane competitor. And James Harden is like Luka Doncic or fat Nikola Jokic, where he shows up out of weight uh, or overweight, has in injuries pertaining to being, you know, out of shape. Mm-hmm, it's okay. It doesn't matter really. And he doesn't care. So I don't think he'll get along with Embiid. Yeah, I think. I agree with you that I don't think it's going to work, but I really think it's going to happen. I would be shocked by tomorrow if it, if Simmons and Harden are traded for each other. Would Simmons play in Brooklyn immediately? I, I, I would unknown. I, yeah, I don't know if it, it's it's hard to tell, but I would think so. I mean, I think he just wants out of there, so I would imagine that like. I mean, Brooklyn's a pretty good location to go to if you want out of somewhere. It's not like you're getting traded to, like, a crappy Detroit team or something. Like, it, I don't know. I, I think I heard he, someone – I heard someone mention how the Brooklyn Nets have no fans. Uh, so, you know, you don't have the same hatred from fans that you have in uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> but you do have yeah. the media issues uh, because New York. But – Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think they could win. They would be better. I think the Nets will be better with Ben Simmons right oh, now I agree. with James Harden. And that's insane to say. Yeah, I, I definitely agree, especially if Kyrie can play. Yes. Yeah, it's contingent upon Kyrie Irving being right. being able to play. That that's it's that's required. Because yeah. he I think wants to win and but he's not willing to do all the things necessary to be on the court, but that's a separate animal. And KD wants to win. And, and I don't think James Harden's that invested. And so I don't know. I feel like if they can get Ben Simmons straight, which is a big, if I think they could be, they'd be better off. Yeah. They're clearly I, I not agree. okay. Now they've lost like eight games in a row or something. Yeah. They, they got murdered yesterday. Uh, did, did you yeah, see but like I forget who they oh by the Celtics? They were yeah, they they were the fastest team in history to ever be down by 26. They were down 28 to 2. That's terrible. Yeah. 
they got murdered. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I wonder if Ben Simmons cards are uh, are moving. I don't even know. Ben buying Ben Simmons cards is even is is a scary thought just because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't fear. think I would put Ben Simmons base. Oh no, there's not a whole lot of life here. Uh that's actually I think kind of worrisome. <laughs> oh no, no, there's there's a little life. In the past month, they went from like 140. Or they went from 140 on January 24th to 180 right now. For a what? A base prism 10? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. They were $250 in September. The only thing is, if he doesn't get traded, they're going to crash right back down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they, yeah, it'd be terrible. So that's a, yeah, that's a risky play, but kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tyrese Halliburton, what are you thinking? Is Tyrese Halliburton actually the real deal? Card market uh, sure thinks Tyrese Halliburton's the real deal. I think that he's good, but I don't think he's like that that good. Like to to me, he's kind of a guy that is in the category of like maybe second but probably third best player on like a championship team someday Mm -hmm. like i don't think he's he's never gonna like be like oh i i carried this team and i'm the number one guy or something but like to me he could be like a i think his like ceiling would almost be like a chris middleton type guy where it's like you're a really good second that's actually kind of good good a comparison of kind of what you would imagine yeah, I think that's kind of like his ceiling is like a really good second kind of a Robin type deal. And then well, I think- if that's the case, his cards are uh, dramatically overvalued. Oh, I think he's definitely overvalued because he went up after uh, just a couple good games. His stuff went crazy. I think every rookie is pretty much overvalued right now because of just, you know, hype, how that works. Like nine out of 10 rookies are going to go down in the next year. Yeah. Especially when we see a new draft class. He's going to get a chance to play a lot, though. Yep. Yeah, we're going to find out if he's good or not. Yeah, you'll yeah you'll find out because he'll he's going to be the number one option. Yep. Right? Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting as Levert. Because, I, I mean, maybe I'm probably biased because I'm a Michigan fan and Levert went to Michigan. But I think Karis Levert is really good. I'm a big Karis Levert fan. I think he's pretty good. I mean, I know he's had he had medical issues, so I don't know how he bounced back from that because I think he had like a tumor or something on his like kidney or something. But yeah, yeah, it'll the be the Cavs low key actually good. I it's insane to think about. Yeah, they went from really bad to actually not bad in the span. Colin Sexton went bye bye, and then they became good. <laughs> Yeah, and Garland became good too. He yeah. his rookie season was horrible. Yes. I'm pretty sure that his rookie season, if you look into like the deep metrics of everything and the deep analytics, I think he was the worst player in the NBA, people were saying. Oh my god. That like actually got like got X amount of minutes or something. Wow. 
Right. That's that's serious, huh? That's some serious bad play for a fifth overall pick. Yeah, he's a beast now, though. He's crazy now. I gotta, I gotta watch some calves. You know what's interesting about him is you know he doesn't have autos. Yeah, because it's an upper deck exclusive. Yeah, so he only has those like couple upper deck like non licensed stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I was looking him up the other day. Flawless patches probably sell nuts. Flawless patches are crazy. Like a flawless patch out of ten goes for like four grand. Like just crazy like sales because there's just no autos. So it's just kind of something cool to pay attention to. I think that is pretty cool. Yeah, it makes for an interesting market. Yeah, yeah. It's we'll see though. We'll see though. I, I I think it should be pretty cool to see the Grizzlies. I don't think need to do anything. So hopefully they don't. Yeah, yeah, you're probably not waiting for too much. You don't need to rock the boat here. No. Things are pretty good, and there's no reason to do anything. I'd be pretty satisfied with the way things are. I do wish we had Grayson Allen back, but you can't have everything. Yeah. I'm, I can't stand Grayson Allen. <laughs> but well, he's a good player. Yeah, I think Grayson Allen is one of those guys where if he's on your team, then I think I'd probably kind of like him. Like if he was on my he's team. He's good. He's actually good. And he shoots yeah. well. And he plays with intensity. Like, I think he's a good player. I did like him when he was on the Grizzlies. But I, I understand how everyone else hates him. I yeah, did not like him in college. One of those guys were like, if he's on your team, you love him. If he's not, then you hate him. Like kind of like a Draymond Green or even like a old school like Bill Lambeer type kind of guy. Yeah. He just if he's on your team, then he's absolutely awesome. Like honestly, probably some sort of a fan favorite. And then if he's not, then don't like him at all. That's true. The Draymond's actually an interesting comparison. Yeah. I think that that's probably fair. Someone who gets a lot of texts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anything else you want to any get in here? Um, I'm good with uh, closing out here. I think next week we'll probably have to get into some off-season plays. Yeah, I want to do that. Talk about that. We'll have to talk about some quarterback stuff because it seems like every quarterback is just basically going to move teams this off-season. So. Yeah, we'll see if it actually happens. But yeah, and yeah, that should be that should be good. But we'll we'll keep that for next time. But yeah. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Uh, Hope you enjoyed episode 18, and uh, we'll be back for you next week. Good old episode 19. Uh, See you next time.